0: And welcome in to the Chiefs Business Podcast. You are here with Andy and...
1: Gigi!
0: Well, as you heard there, we have got a special guest with us today. Gigi, welcome back to the show. How many times have you been on?
1: I believe this will be my third time. First of the second season.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, Welcome, Gavin, how are you you doing to be here, Gavin? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. If it sounds a little bit awkward, we have a few pauses or anything like that. We are actually for the first time recording all in separate locations. Um, we're testing out some software to allow us to podcast together despite being all in different places so hopefully you can bear with us if there are anything that sounds kind of wonky uh, that will be why so since we are coming from all different locations why don't we all share where we're going from coming from I'm at our normal location at, at our house in Kansas City metro area Gav where are you coming from
2: Uh... Pretty much the exact same place, only like 12 minutes away from each other.
0: Yep. You're over at your mom's house. Yeah. Gigi, where are you coming from?
1: Well, I am coming from the Milwaukee metro area, which, by the way, is in Wisconsin.
0: For those longtime listeners to the podcast, you may remember that Gigi was our Packers correspondent last year. Because she lives in Wisconsin, we actually just finished playing the Packers in the last game of the preseason. How about that? Really? Yeah, sure did.
2: Did we beat their butts?
0: I mean, we won the game. I don't know if it counts as beating their butt. Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Huh? said Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Patrick Mahomes didn't play. Last game of the preseason, wanted to make sure nobody got hurt.
1: True. I am offended, but since he was unable to play against Kansas City, on, was it November 13th of 2021? I think he's a little bit scared to try it.
0: Well, believe it or not, this has been like four or five different times that the Chiefs and Packers were supposed to play each other. And uh, it has never actually happened where Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers have played against each other because yeah, one or the other of them are either injured or injured. Um, or it's a preseason game and they just don't play.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: They've never played
0: against so each they've other. they've never actually played against each other. Nope. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. All right. Well, who's ready to get down to talk about some football?
2: Did my, did my, did pet Gary make it to the roster?
0: No. Gary got cut before the last game that we were, the last podcast episode we were talking about. Gary is one of the first ones cut off of the roster.
2: <laughs> that was the only Gary on our team.
0: It it was, but we've got a, a guy whose name is spelled almost exactly the same.
2: Let me guess: is it G A E R Y?
0: No, oh. it's just missing one letter. What is it? it Willie Gay. Just missing the R. It's got three out of the four. That's pretty good. Right? No? Okay. All right. Well.
2: Noah Gray is literally closer. Oh. He has all the letters. That's
0: right. I missed that one.
2: <laughs> you just have to swap around the A and the R.
0: Yeah. Noah Gary. We'll just call him Noah Gary from now on.
2: (laughs) Noah Gary. Noah Gary. I have my new pet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so since our last episode, there have actually been two more preseason games. The entire preseason has come to an end. And actually, if anybody is ready for it, this Sunday will be game number one against the Arizona Cardinals. And we're going to
2: beat some booty.
0: Uh, that's that's what we're hoping for for sure.
2: I'll bet you a hundred bucks. I don't, Ooh, do I don't, you have hundred bucks? Yeah, hey, I,
0: I don't I don't want to bet on any anything. <laughs> Although sports and, sports betting is now legal in the state of Kansas for anybody that's of age.
1: But you guys are in Missouri. Yeah, I'm in Missouri. I mean
0: I could still like go to the casino on the Kansas side and put down a bet if I wanted to. I just don't want to.
2: I'll bet you a hundred bucks that you can't bet me back.
0: I don't know what that means.
2: I, I, I'm a kid. I don't know how betting works. <laughs> <laughs> All I've heard of betting is, I'll bet you a hundred dollars you can't jump up a cliff. Sounds like you got a good start.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't ever take that bet.
2: That was like the harshest I've ever heard.
0: Okay. All right. So and as a part of our promise to do better this year about recording podcasts, we uh, even though we are not all in the same spot, we're getting our recording done before the first game of the year. Hopefully we can make this a weekly thing where we can talk about the results of the previous game and preview the next week's game. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, We'll be able to be pretty, uh, pretty routine with this bad boy this year. It's going to be awesome, and isn't it?
1: and if I may say, so last year when you guys recorded, you had to wait till you were physically together in the same space. Mm-hmm. This year, with the additions of microphones and cameras and software, you are saying this entire year we'll be able to record podcasts separately. That will be the goal. I'm sorry?
0: That will be the goal.
1: Yeah, and therefore in a more timely manner. Pretty
0: cool. (laughs) All right, so before we jump in to talk about the Cardinals game that will be coming up this weekend, I did want to do a real quick run-through of the final players that actually ended up making the roster. It's a little bit weird. It's supposed to be 53. There are currently only 52 people on the roster right now. One of the people that made the original roster, Blake Bell, was injured. um, But he will be coming back at some point during the season.
2: Wait, I know that guy.
0: Yeah, Blake Bell? Yeah. Yeah.
2: How did he get injured?
0: Uh, He actually got injured scoring a touchdown in the Chicago Bears preseason game. When he was running into the end zone, somebody hit him on his hip. He got a hip pointer that required some surgery of some kind. Sheesh. Yep. So NFL has a weird roster mechanism. It's called the injured reserve. And as long as the player was on the initial 53-man roster to start the season, they can go on to injured reserve and be able to come back three weeks later. But if they are placed on injured reserve during the preseason, prior to that initial 53-man roster, they have to stay on injured reserve all season. So the initial 53-man roster included Blake Bell, and then they put him on injured reserve, and they have not yet indicated who they're going to be adding into that 53rd spot. So, I'm going to run through the players that ended up making the team by position. For any of you math nuts out here that are going to be counting along with me, you're going to note that there's only 52 names that I'm going to list. What's up, Gav?
2: I have a suggestion for the 53rd man. Who? Who? Justin Jefferson because he created the gritty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think if there was a way that the Chiefs could get Justin Jefferson on their team, they would do it. I don't think the Vikings are, are going to be giving up Justin Jefferson anytime soon.
2: If one of our players could do the gritty, then we get Justin Jefferson.
0: I think every team has players that can do the gritty. <laughs> yeah, so does everybody exactly. get Justin Jefferson? No? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yes, Gigi.
1: What is the gritty?
0: Uh, it is. Oh, go ahead, Gav. You're the expert.
2: <laughs> um. So it's a dance that um a football player that plays for the Minnesota Vikings created. I don't know if he actually created it, like if it's true, but it's basically what people are saying. So he created a. Uh, uh a um a dance called the gritty and so it's really popular in the NFL and it can be used as a touchdown celebration.
0: It's it's taken over the um uh, the dance world. Yeah. I don't know if you heard it of better it.
1: Better than the floss.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah it it it, <laughs> it now consumes the space that the floss used to have.
1: I see. Yes. I can't wait to see it. You'll have to point it out to me.
0: Or or the next time you're there, do it for. So, the players that made the 53 slash 52 man roster are at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Big shocker there for everybody, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Big shock. Uh, also. Big ch-
2: oh my God.
0: <laughs> uh, also making the roster of backup, Chad Henney. And then a little bit of a surprise, Shane Bouchelle. Normally they only carry two quarterbacks. Uh, they decided to keep a third for Shane Buchel, uh, who was on the roster, started off last year on the practice squad, but hearing rumors that actually the Cardinals uh, wanted to sign Shane Bouchelle during the season, they ended up bringing him onto the main roster, and then they decided to keep him on the main roster from the start this year. Uh, at the running back position, We've got Clyde Edwards. Let me guess. Let me guess. guess. Okay, you go for it.
2: They cut Clyde Edwards-Hilaire.
0: They did not do that at all. Yeah, I didn't think so. That was being sarcastic. That was wrong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's like the best running back on our team. So uh, for the running back positions, they kept four. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Isaiah Pacheco, who we talked a little bit about on our last episode. Jarek McKinnon. And then in a little bit of a surprise, Ronald Jones actually ended up making the roster. We had talked about him potentially missing the roster uh, in the last episode, but he had a really strong game in the third preseason game against the Packers, and apparently that was enough to solidify his spot on the roster. It was also the first opportunity that he had to run behind the first team offensive line, and our offensive line in the preseason once you got past the starters was terrible. So honestly, that was probably the best opportunity to actually see what he had. So, uh, also making the roster, Michael Burton, one fullback, no surprise there. Chiefs did keep five wide receivers. Juju Smith Schuster. Who also likes to do the gritty Marquez Mm -hmm. Valdez, Scantling, who the Chiefs signed from the Packers. This offseason. Nicole Hardman. If we,
2: get, if we get Justin Jefferson, then uh, Juju Smith-Schuster can be his right-hand man.
0: We can get Juju and JJ. Justin Jefferson, JJ.
2: <laughs> or we could just bring in JJ Watt.
0: And we'll be talking about JJ Watt a little later in the episode.
2: And break some break some legs just like he did to uh, Alex, uh, what was his name, Alex Smith? Alex Smith.
0: Uh, so Cole Hardman made the roster as the third wide receiver. Sky Moore made the roster as the fourth wide receiver. He also, I believe, is going to be our main punt returner when the season starts. And then the last guy to make the roster at the wide receiver position was Justin Watson. Yes, Gavin.
2: Didn't you say in an earlier podcast that, um, Sky Moore was like a seventh round pick?
0: Sky Moore was a second-round pick. Seventh-round pick was Isaiah Pacheco.
2: Should do. I said, isn't wasn't he like a seventh-round pick, but then he ended up being a lot better than what a seventh-round pick should be? That
0: was Isaiah Pacheco.
2: Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, it was close.
0: Yep. A little bit of a surprise that they only kept five players at the wide receiver position. Most people thought they would carry six. Um, and Dory's Fountain would have been that sixth person. He ended up making it onto the practice squad, uh, which we'll go through in a second. But uh, a little bit of a surprise that there was only five there. But I think Shane Bouchelle making the roster and then Ronald Jones making the roster made it so that they could only carry five wide receivers instead of six. The tight ends, at least to start the season, will be Travis Kelsey, Jody Fortson, and Noah Gray. Like I mentioned before, Blake Bell made the initial roster but was hurt, so he went on to injured reserve immediately afterwards.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so surprised that Tony Gonzalez Jr. Is, we're keeping him on the team.
0: Who's Tony Gonzalez Jr.?
2: Travis Kelsey.
0: Oh. Okay. On the offensive line, they kept nine players. Uh, Orlando Brown, Andrew Wiley. Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, and Creed Humphrey are going to be your starters. Uh, they also kept quite a few tackle backups. Jerron Christian, the free agent they signed from the Texans. Prince Tego Wanogo. And Darian Kennard, who was a fifth-round rookie out of Kentucky. Uh, and then they also kept an interior offensive lineman, both guard and center, Nick Allegretti. Moving on to the defensive side of the ball. A little bit surprising here. Uh, They ended up keeping six defensive ends, and those six defensive ends were Frank Clark and Mike Dana, which those two guys are probably going to be the starters, and I say starters using air quotes, um, in the first game in Arizona. Uh, Also making the team George Karloftis, Carlos Dunlap, Malik Herring, and Joshua Kando. A little bit surprising that both Malik Herring and Joshua Kando made the roster there, Um, but in some interviews that Brett Veach gave after they named the final 53 roster, he said that last year they thought that they would get a pass rusher through, and he ended up getting picked up off of waivers because that's a very difficult position to find players at, so they didn't want to risk possibly losing those players, so they kept them on the roster. So they got those six guys at defensive end. There are four defensive tackles that ended up making the roster. It's Chris Jones, Derek Noddy, Colin Saunders, and Tershawn Wharton. Not included in that list. Was a big old boy that we talked about last episode.
2: Orlando Brown.
0: Um, no, he he did make the roster, not as a defensive tackle, but he did make the roster. It was oh, it one day. Uh, Danny Shelton.
2: Nope, never heard of him.
0: <laughs> we talked about him on the last episode.:
2: Still don't remember him: uh,
0: So he uh, Danny Shelton was a big old boy um, who had been playing for the Browns and the Patriots and who was the last team that he played for? I don't remember the last team that he played for, but he a lot of other teams. He's played for, I think, four teams in his NFL, eight-year NFL career um, out of the, uh, Washington University. He's a big old boy. So his weight is listed as 346 pounds. He was not signed until a few weeks into training camp. So he probably needs a little bit longer to get into football shape. They did end up signing him to the practice squad. So he's still technically affiliated with the team. If they need him on game day, they actually have two people on the practice squad that they could elevate to the game day roster and still use them to play. Um, So I think that is probably a temporary position um, on the practice squad for Danny Shelton, but that was a little bit of a surprise that he did not make the final roster. Also, a little bit of a surprise, the linebacking group, there's only four of them on the roster right now. Three of them start, so that means we only got one backup right now. Those linebackers are Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, Leo Chenal, and those three guys are going to be the ones listed as your starters. And then Darius Harris um, made the roster after a really strong showing pretty much throughout the preseason. Um, but he played really, really well against the Packers, uh, and is a good special teams player, so he made the roster as well. Um, one guy, a little bit of a surprise that did not make the roster, and he may end up actually being the guy that replaces Blake Bell's spot, that 53rd spot on the roster, um, Elijah Lee. Um, He's the linebacker that they signed this off offseason. Um, he indicated when he got cut on his social media, that he wouldn't be going anywhere. So everybody thinks that he's going to be the guy that's going to be elevated to be back on the active roster, giving them five linebackers, which would make a lot more sense than the four they have now. Six corners made the final roster. Your starters are going to be LeJarius Neen and Trent McDuffie. Rashard Fenton's going to come in in nickel situations, also making the roster... Joshua Williams, fourth-round pick from Fayetteville State. Jalen Watson, seventh-round pick from Washington State. And then Chris Lamons, who's going to be a special teams ace. So that pretty much fell how we thought it was going to on the last episode. Um, Four safeties made it. Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill are going to be your two starters. Brian Cook, second-round pick out of Cincinnati, is probably going to be your third linebacker. And then Dion Bush, free agent that they signed from the Chicago Bears. It's going to be your fourth safety and special teams ace. From what we saw in the preseason, that dude likes to hit. So he should be pretty entertaining if he ever gets to hit the field. And then the last three guys that I haven't mentioned yet, Kicker, Punter, and our long snapper. Harrison Butker, our kicker. Tommy Townsend, our punter. And then James Winchester, our long snapper. So those are the guys that made the final 53. That the Chiefs will be carrying into battle the first week of the season.
2: Are we recreating the Revolutionary War, but in football style?
0: Mm, no. Uh-uh.
2: Well, I guess it's 2022, not 1783.
0: But... That's true. Yes, Gigi
1: question what's up so was there any changes in any of the coaching staffs that will influence the change of the roster and how they're going to play this year or so they actually have too early
0: no there there have been a few changes to the coaching staff um that's a good question
2: please don't tell me Andy we got fired
0: no that that no Head coach did not change. Offensive and defensive coordinators did not change. His position coaches had some changes. Um, the Chiefs quarterback's coach from last season actually became the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants this past offseason. Uh, he was replaced by the Chiefs' former offensive coordinator prior to Eric Bieniemy, who went and became a head coach for the Chicago Bears. He got fired last offseason season. Was originally planning on just taking the year off, but decided to come back and be the quarterback's coach for the Chiefs. He's worked with Patrick Mahomes before. Obviously, he's worked with Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy before, so it should be a, a great fit uh, there. Probably not too much of a change from, from what we, we've seen from a coaching perspective on the offense. Obviously, we've had some personnel changes this offseason, but the defensive side had a little bit bigger changes happen. So uh, Britt Reed had uh, an issue at the end of last offseason, had an incident off of the field that essentially I think has ended his coaching career. And so uh, he was not brought back as the linebackers coach. Uh, The guy that was our defensive line coach, Brendan Daly, got moved from defensive line to linebackers coach. And then Joe Cullen, who had been the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then prior to that was the defensive line coach for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, joined the Chiefs staff as a defensive line coach. Um, And then one other minor change, Sam Madison, who was an assistant defensive backs coach, left to become the defensive backs coach in Miami. Wow. There have been quite a few changes, but uh, I think the only one that's really bringing in kind of a different philosophy and a different feel is, is Joe Cullen to the defensive line. Um, everything else I think is guys that we're familiar with, that we kind of have know what we would expect from them. But that's a good question. Okay. Gabby, you got any questions? Um... No. You ready to start breaking down the Cardinals game? Sure. Yeah. All
2: right. Can I be my Can I be my normal estimator before before we start breaking it down?
0: What What do you What do you mean by estimator?
2: Final score.
0: Do you want to do that before we we kind of break down the game, or do you want to do it right before the end of the episode? Keep people listening all Tell the way to the facts, end. Tell me more facts, please. You want more facts? Yeah. Okay.
2: Lay me down some facts.
0: Fact. Every single player on the Chiefs' active roster is going to be playing. There is not a single person that was listed with an injury designation going into week one. Thumbs up.
2: What about Blake Bell?
0: Blake Bell's on the injured reserve, so he's not technically on the active roster. Oh,
2: okay.
0: But everybody that's, every, the 52 other players that were listed are all participating in practice and will be playing. On Sunday. Fact.
2: Okay, I meant like about the Cardinals and Chiefs game. Oh, okay. Fact.
0: (laughs) That game will be happening at 325 Central Time.
2: You said that. Fact.
0: All right, so let's take a look at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, They have made the playoffs. They they made the playoffs last year. Um, They got off to actually a 7-0 start last year. Before they kind of faded there at the end of the season, um, there was some questions on whether or not they were actually going to keep their coach around, uh, which they have done, and sign him to an extension. Um, their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, was actually Patrick Mahomes' coach in college. Um, he left there and ended up getting a job with the Arizona Cardinals shortly after Patrick Mahomes left. Uh, they are quarterbacked by Kyler Murray. Who actually just signed a very lucrative contract extension this off season? He had last been on
2: year was, Last year wasn't there like some social, like some stuff was happening between Kyler Murray. And the Cardinals on like Twitter and stuff like that and Instagram.
0: That was actually this off season that that happened. So Kyler wanted wanted to get a new contract a contract extension that paid him a little bit more money, a lot bit more money. And um, as a part of that, he was doing many things on social media that were making it known that he wanted to make sure that he got paid. That included like taking all of any Cardinals pictures and branding that had been on any of his Instagram and Twitter and any of his social media. He took that off of there, which I think was the, 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 new story that you saw.
2: It wasn't new. I saw it during the school year when I was in third grade.
0: Kyler did get his new contract this off season that actually makes him one of the five highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Um,
2: just because he unfollowed a team on Twitter?
0: No, that's not why he got that much money. Um, the weird thing about the NFL is whenever it, the contracts just kind of keep one-upping each other, it doesn't actually matter how good you are. It matters how recently your contract was up. Um, and oh. so his contract was going to be up in a season if they did not decide to uh, extend him, and uh, they decided the time was right to extend him now, and uh, so he is now, even though he's probably top 10 quarterback in the league, top 12 quarterback in the league, he gets paid top five money just because he was one of the five most recent quarterbacks to get signed to a new contract. So, he's actually making right in the same ballpark as Patrick Mahomes. So you will continue to see that the, con- the half-billion-dollar contract that Patrick Mahomes signed is somehow a team-friendly deal every time a new quarterback signs a new contract. It's amazing. <laughs> Sign somebody for half a billion dollars, and you got a good deal on it. It's crazy.
1: Inflation.
2: <laughs> I mean, are we talking about Elon Musk? Because then
0: I would agree with you. No, we are not talking about Elon Musk. <clears throat> All right. So we'll take a quick look at the rest of the the Cardinals depth chart. Um, their main offensive weapon outside of Kyler Murray is actually not going to be with the team for the first six weeks of the season. I'm talking about uh, Dwayne Hopkins. Uh, he was... Rec- rehabbing from an injury this offseason and apparently he got popped for using some performance enhancing uh, substances so he got suspended will not be playing mm-hmm. with the team Dwayne Hopkins Nuke Hopkins wide receiver
2: DeAndre Hopkins?
0: DeAndre what did I say? Dwayne DeAndre you are correct yes
2: <laughs> thank you yeah, for yeah, you that said correction. Dwayne Hopkins I was like who is that
0: guy? I was thinking when I said him, like, that doesn't sound right.
2: <laughs>
0: DeAndre, yes. So he will not be playing in this game. Uh, one of the big offseason acquisitions that the Cardinals made uh, was uh, Marquise Brown, wide receiver from the Ravens. He's more of a speedster guy, a real deep threat. Um, they got him in a, in a draft day trade. With the Baltimore Ravens. Um, he will be there. Uh, so he'll hopefully be filling in some for uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. See, I can learn stuff.
2: Dwayne Johnson <laughs> Hopkins.
0: Yep. Dwayne Johnson Hopkins, that's right. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Hopkins. <laughs> what? Uh, running back for the, the Cardinals, James Conner. Formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He came to Arizona last offseason on a free agent contract. Actually played pretty well and ended up getting a new contract this offseason. Uh, so he's been pretty effective as a running back for the Cardinals. Um, Zach Ertz, they traded for him in the middle of last offseason. He's their main tight end threat. He may or may not be playing. Uh, he is questionable for the game, got a calf injury. He's kind of a limited participant in practice so I think that'll be a game time decision whether or not he will play. Um, other wide receivers besides Hollywood Brown and and Dwayne the Rock Hopkins. Rondale Moore who's a draft pick last year he's actually going to be out. Uh, he's got uh, a what was it a foot injury let me check. So Rondale Moore has a hamstring injury that will keep him out of the game this weekend.
2: Just
0: this weekend? That's all we know for now, but that's the only one we care about because that's the only one we're talking about. <laughs> uh, offensive line is okay. It's better than it has been in the previous seasons, um, but it's kind of some middle, middle-tier middle guys or older guys that make up their offensive line. So DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson, Will Hernandez, and Kelvin Beecham. Rodney Hudson, of course, is a former Chiefs center but in between the time that he was with the Chiefs and now the Cardinals, he played for the Raiders. Gross.
2: Ew. Ew. Yep. I mean, one time I stood at a hotel that you could literally, the, the Raiders stadium was right across the highway.
0: Yeah. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see with so many of who the Cardinals would like to be running their offense as far as DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore out for the game, what their offense is really going to look like. Um, So Marquise Brown's still there. Zach Ertz, if he's out, that's like three of their top four receiving threats that would be out of the game. Uh, For Kyler Murray, um, Kyler Murray's still dangerous, even if he can't throw the ball to people. He's really, really fast. He's really agile, really quick. Um, So that's definitely going to be a thing that the Chiefs need to keep their eye on. No, you're
2: thinking about Jackson, Lamar Jackson.
0: Um, Kyler Murray is got similar athleticism to Lamar Jackson. He's just a little bit smaller guy. He's not so much like big like a running back like Lamar Jackson is. He's a little bit smaller, scat scat back, air He's quotes. He's
2: definitely shorter in height.
0: He's shorter. He may actually be faster than Lamar Jackson, though. No, so, no,
2: no, no. I think he might be. Uh, He's a fast dude. I ain't.
0: Moving over to the defensive side of the ball. This is going to be a little bit of a struggle for the Cardinals. Not necessarily known for their defense. Um, And when we go through the players here, you'll kind of see why. Um, The player that probably most people are familiar with, J.J. Watt, is one of their defensive linemen. He is questionable. He, uh, he, He got... COVID a few weeks ago, and they haven't really updated him since then. Um, He did not practice at all this week. Uh, They also listed him as having a calf injury as well. Um, So he is questionable to play, which means he may not play at all. Um, Other defensive linemen, they play a 3-4 defense. They're three down linemen, four linebackers in most situations. Uh, other defensive linemen are Rashad Lawrence, their nose tackle, and then Zach Allen, who plays on the other end, um, albeit he's plays much more like a defensive tackle in a four three position, um, outside linebacker that they have, which are more, much more of their edge rushers, uh, in this, in this, uh, alignment, Marcus Golden, he, he's their main guy. He actually just got a brand new contract, uh, this, this week, just before the start of, uh, of the game this week of, of practices this week, he got, he got a new contract. Um, he led their team in sacks last year. He actually did not practice early in the week, uh, with the toe injury, but he was a full participant by the time today rolled around and he has no des- injury designation for the game. So he should be out there to play other edge rushers. You'll see out there probably Devin Kinnard, um, and then Dennis Gardek. Who I'm not very familiar with. Their interior linebackers are where they've actually invested quite a bit in the draft the past couple of years. Uh, Isaiah Simmons came out of Clemson. Also in high school, he played for Olathe North, Kansas City area school, slash the school that I went to high school at.
2: Hey! coincidence.
0: Um, <laughs> and Zaven Collins, um, who was their first round pick last year. Uh, a familiar face that we may also see playing uh they signed uh ben neiman this offseason um you probably remember us talking about ben neiman uh, usually in not positive terms last season uh he is now with the cardinals so if he makes it out onto the field that's definitely a matchup i think the chiefs could take advantage of for sure secondary another place where there are quite a few injuries at the moment Um, Their normal starting corners, Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, um, with Trayvon Mullen, who they just traded for a couple weeks ago from the Raiders, um, coming in off of the bench. Well, Trayvon Mullen is not coming in. He's been ruled out with an injury. Byron Murphy is questionable. Game time decision whether or not he's going to be able to play. So as of right now, the, the, the Cardinals could be missing two of their top three corners going up against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and potentially JJ Watt as well. So that could definitely be a predicament for the Cardinals' defense. Definitely, hopefully, sets up well for the Chiefs to be able to get their offense going early and often in this game. Uh, the strength of the defense for the Cardinals is their safeties. Uh, Buda Baker, one of the best young safeties in the league. I think you believe he's now the highest paid safety in the league. Um, is one of their starting safeties, as well as Jalen Thompson, another good young safety. Um, makes up the strongest position group. Um, Matt Prater is their kicker. Andy Lee is their punter. Hopefully Andy Lee will be getting used a lot. Hopefully Matt Prater will not be getting used very much. Matt Prater. Matt Prater. Like I mentioned, it sounds like the Cardinals are going to be missing quite a few key people on both sides of the ball. I think that bodes very, very well for our offense, especially if if the corners are the ones that are missing for the Cardinals. Um, we should be able to see how many different options Patrick Mahomes can get involved, um, especially if, if those top two corners are out. Um That may make it so that you know, Juju Smith-Schuster may be getting guarded by some guy, but that means Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Sky Moore or McCole Hardman is going against a guy who barely made the roster, Um, and they should be able to take advantage of that. On the defensive side of the ball, I think the interesting matchup is going to be how the Chiefs can contain Kyler Murray, not necessarily from a throwing perspective, but from a running perspective. Um, Last year there was many different times where they were facing running quarterbacks and they were able to do a sufficient job in coverage down the field but were unable to wrangle the quarterback and uh, they were able to to get big plays with their feet. And that's definitely something that Kyler Murray can do. And so I think that is something to keep an eye on. One of the nice things that the Chiefs have done with their defense this offseason is they've gotten younger, they've gotten more athletic, and they've gotten faster. And I think that is going to be the key, especially playing against Kyler Murray. How fast can these young guys get in and can they play? If they can go out there, now the thing that young guys are no- notorious for for being able to do is not always knowing where they're supposed to be. So, you know, you're probably going to see some plays out there where there it looks like there's some confusion and stuff like that. But I think if they're able to use their speed and athleticism to help limit some of those big plays that were happening last season when Dan Sorensen was still out on the field for some reason, not being where he was supposed to be, also being really slow, giving up big touchdowns all over the place. Um, if we can limit those type of plays, I think that'll be go a long way towards... towards um, the Chiefs having a successful defense this upcoming season. So, Gav, you said yes. you wanted to you wanted to give a, a score prediction based off of everything that I just told you. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the score of this game is going to be?
2: Final score: sixteen to twenty-one Chiefs.
0: That's it. Yeah? Okay. Chiefs victory. We'll take it. Gigi, do you have a score prediction?
1: So, I, and I'm going to ask this question, and you can tell me it won't make any sense to ask this question. Has Patrick Mahomes found his go-to guy or guys to replace Tyreek Hill? And what kind of factor will that be? Because, I mean, they were such a tight pair before. Right.
0: So... We've still got Travis Kelsey on the team. That has been kind of his main main guy, I would say, over the past yeah, yeah. few years. If if not his main guy, like his one A guy. Not you know if if Hill was one, then Kelsey was one like,
2: A. I feel like him and Juju are gonna get along.
0: So one of the things that they've actually been talking about, and uh, Patrick Mahomes even mentioned in um, the press conference this week. Was the fact that Tyreek Hill was not there actually allows them the flexibility to be able to find the matchup that is advantageous for the offense and take advantage of that? So if they're playing a team that has, you know, two really good corners, you know, before one of those corners would go on Tyreek Hill and it would be difficult for Hill to get open because he was playing against one of those good corners. But our offense was designed around Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. And if you didn't get it to one of those two guys, we probably weren't going very far. Now there's enough depth of talent that you can throw the ball to a Sky Moore or to a Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who may not be getting guarded with the best defenders, um, but they're still talented enough to be able to take advantage of those matchups. So Patrick Mahomes so saying, actually said in his press conference he apologized to any any fantasy owners for Chiefs wide receivers because he said the ball was going to be just getting mixed around to whoever was open this season.
1: And so what essentially what you're saying is he's got more options now. Which yes. can therefore confuse the defense. In other words, they're going to have to prioritize their efforts and may not pick the right guy to, to defend against, correct?
0: Yes. So mm-hmm. while the Chiefs may not be as good at the top end as far as the talent goes at wide receiver, the bottom end of the roster is a lot more talented than it was before. So there's Ooh, not as wide be, a gap between them who the, the, the talent of the top person on the roster and the guy on the bottom person on the
1: roster. Which gives them depth.
0: Correct. Okay. Yes, yes, Gavin.
2: Um I has a question.
0: Gav, what's your question?
2: My question is, um, so I know we've been making a lot of changes to the line lately. Which line? So the defensive line okay. and offensive line. Okay. So yes. After we lost uh, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, mm-hmm. do you feel that um, all the changes that we've been making to the line over the off season, do you feel that they make up for the loss of the Honey Badger?
0: So I think so. They they brought in a pretty much a direct replacement for Tyron Matthew uh, in Justin Reed, who is the safety from the Houston Texans this off season. Um. Justin Reed actually went to Stanford. So he's a pretty smart guy. He's known as being a pretty cerebral safety, not to the level of Honey Badger. That is the thing that Honey Badger is known for across the league is just his ability to diagnose plays. Um, and so, like, I don't know if you remember, one of his celebrations was just him pointing at his helmet saying that he was too smart. So uh, Justin Reed isn't quite to that level. Um in terms of instinct um, and things like that. But he does have some ability to diagnose plays, just like the Honey Badger did. Not to the same level, but some some ability to do that. But he's younger, he's more athletic, he's faster than Honey Badger was. So hopefully being able to utilize some of that speed and athleticism will help to offset however much that he was behind of where honey badger would have been just because he knew he needed to be in the right spot. Plus I think on a lot of the other places in the defense has gotten faster and more athletic. So I think it'll be a lot more of a team effort um, to help kind of offset some of the leadership that honey badger brought to the defense um, people have really 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 been talking up Nick Bolton this preseason so um, I think they all expect Nick Bolton to uh, to really take advantage of his new position as uh, kind of the it's called the green dot. Um, only basically one player on the defense is allowed to have a communications device in their helmet for the the defensive coordinator to be able to call in the plays and Nick Bolton's the guy that has the green dot uh, for the chiefs defense. So he's kind of taken on that leadership role, play calling role for the defense, uh, this season. And, uh, there's lots of big expectations for him. So I think and the if combination, I remember
2: it right. Um, we had to get rid of Tyron Matthew because, or was this Tyree? I think this was Tyree kill. Why did we get rid of Tyron Matthew?
0: So Tyron Matthew, um, It's just kind of a a thing about football. Um, Once you get 30 years old, you're kind of considered old for the NFL. And Tyron Matthew was turning 30 years old, I believe this offseason, or if not very early on in this upcoming season. And so the Chiefs did not want to pay the type of money that it would take to sign Tyron Matthew, given the fact that he would be Getting older and potentially his play declining uh, throughout the contract that they would have signed him to. So they signed the younger. Have their
2: brains ever heard of Tom Brady? What? Have their brains ever heard of Tom Brady? So
0: quarterbacks are a little bit different than every other position on the field. Not necessarily reliant on athleticism and speed. Uh, Quarterbacks, uh, much more so, can. You know, rely on being able to diagnose defenses and understanding where their their matchups that they can take advantage of are, or the areas of the defense that they can take advantage of, Um, and, you know, being able to get the ball there. Like, have you ever seen Tom Brady run? It's really slow, and it's not not a fun thing to watch, Um, but he doesn't have to do that very often. He can just stand back there as long as his offensive line protects him enough. All he has to be able to do is throw, identify the the matchups, and throw into those positions to, to be advantageous for his team. So that's why quarterbacks, and kickers and punters, their their careers last a lot longer than the guys that play running back, wide receiver, corner, safety. That can last a little bit longer uh, because of that. Okay. So,
1: so. Patrick Mahomes at twenty six is looking at a lot more years with <clears throat> yes. the Kansas City
0: Chiefs, of course. Yes. So, the prime for quarterbacks usually lasts well into your mid to late 30s, usually. So, like, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, is 38, 39 years old, something like that. He's won an MVP the last two seasons. So, um, it is definitely possible to play at a high level at the quarterback position even as you're getting older older into your careers do you have any other questions Gigi or gavin
1: (laughs) i can say that i think i'm ready to make my prediction for the outcome outcome of the game
0: okay let's hear it so
1: the game is being played in arizona correct that is correct <clears throat> and what will the weather conditions be? Will the Chiefs be used to the hot, hot,
0: hot? So the thing about Arizona, they actually have a domed stadium. Ah. And it's still a natural grass stadium. They actually have a cool thing where the the grass is actually like in a big giant like movable plate. So when they're not playing games inside the stadium, they just roll the grass out into the sun so that it can grow with direct sunlight. And then they just roll it back in when it's time to play football. So it's a domed stadium.
1: So what is the ambient temperature of the stadium indoors with hundreds of thousands of people inside?
0: Um, I th- Somewhere in the low seventies, I think.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Okay. So weather's not a factor.
0: Nope. Shouldn't be.
1: Okay, my prediction. Are you ready? I'm ready.
0: I'm sitting. I'm I'm bracing myself. What do you got?
1: I believe, first of all, Chiefs will win. I'm saying something like 35 to 14.
0: 35 to 14. All right. I like the confidence.
2: (laughs) If none of the starters play best week, I don't know if they're going to be that ready.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They look good in the preseason. Every time Patrick Mahomes quarterbacked a drive, they scored a touchdown in the preseason.
2: Okay, this is the real season. True. And every single time that Patrick Mahomes was out there, he was probably playing against third-line teams.
0: They were the starters for the Bears and the Commanders who were going to be terrible this year. But
2: <laughs> and That's probably why.
0: Yeah. All right, so I think I will do my prediction now. I think the Chiefs will win definitely. I think the final score is going to be 31 to 17 the Chiefs.
1: So you and I are like right there. We're we're very close. Yes, we game. are. That's amazing cuz yes. we didn't uh discuss this before. We originally. did not.
0: No.
2: I'm going to go with basic IQ and just assume that the season is going to start off slow.
0: Yeah. It may, but let's hope not for the chief's sake. (laughs) All right. Is there anything else anybody would like to add before we let everybody go for this episode? Anybody got anything else?
1: I would just like to say thank you very much for having me on. And as always, I learned a lot.
0: Well. We are excited to have you every time that you can join us, and maybe that will be more often now that we can do the remote thing.
1: Absolutely.
0: We will be ending soon, but first, we've got to go through a few things. Hopefully, we'll do it a little bit better than we did it last week. (laughs) If you like what you heard today on the episode, please give us a five-star rating or review on uh, Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify. Also, you could give us a follow on any of the podcast platforms that you utilize. That way you will get new episodes notification as soon as they are available. You can give us a follow on Twitter, at Podcast Chiefs. Not only do we get notified every time that there is a new episode, but we've also been retweeting some different Chiefs news stories um, from time to time. So if you don't have a spot that you are currently getting your Chiefs news from, you can give us a follow there. And finally, if you've got a question for us, you've been listening to us and you're just like, I wish they would talk about this, you can call in and give us a voice message. We've had a couple people do it already. You could be the third person to leave us a voice message. We will play your message on the episode, assuming you would like us to. And uh, we will answer your question. The link to be able to do that will be in the podcast notes uh, down below uh, the podcast. When you download it, there's a link there you can go to, and then you can leave your message there. Has anybody else got anything that they would like to contribute to the episode? All right. Gav, There always seems like there's something you want to say. How. How.
2: About. About. Those. Those.
0: Cheese. G- 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 G-